Hey guys, so we are back after our week off. Um, there is a bit of a hiccup with this episode, uh, the audio. I finally found out where the audio issues are coming from. Turns out that the audio program we use to uh, record the show, Zencaster, has been, I don't know what's going on with it, but it's been doing something fucky with my audio. So... Um, in the past weeks, I'm sure you've noticed every episode that has got like a little disclaimer in the front, the audio like dips in and out, all that fun stuff. Um, so yeah, this week, a little bit of a audio hiccup for some reason, parts of it sound super distant and parts of it sound like it's recorded in a tin can, but it's listenable aside from a few things here and there, but Enjoy. Uh, We have a special theme song and a special guest this week. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That was on purpose. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for what could have been future episodes. I'm Ed, and we have a special guest this week. Ah, I'm Steven. <laughs> Did you forget <laughs> what was going on there? No, I bumped into my table. <laughs> we have Steve back. Steve, if you are a longtime fan, you will recognize as the co-host behind episodes one, two, and three. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> I was on this train. I was on this train when it started. And then the first stop, you're like, "Fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> yeah, we're allowed to swear. I didn't. I didn't remember that. I thought the format changed. So, Steve, what have you been up to since uh since you weren't on the show? <laughs> I, well, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I have a year of sobriety. So, so well, I at least have funny. that. Why? Well, <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> so I have that. <laughs> I have, well, I mean, I have recovery, so it's funny because oh, of true. that. And then um, I got a dog, and now I, I record music um, because I'm an artist. And I guess that's what artists do. <laughs> they do something. We actually have a special uh, theme song this episode that Steve uh, recorded. He he made that. I made that. He wanted to... What, once he uh, contacted me, he was just like, hey, there's this show I want to cover. Also, I want to make a dope-ass theme song that's kind of related to it. And I'm like, sure, go for it. I think I might have used the word dope. To, to give more context, I, I just I just seen Blade Runner. I'm a huge fan of the original Blade Runner. And I love the new Blade Runner. And I love, like all the mythos of it. And I knew about this show, uh, Total Recall 2070. And I was like, hey, Ed, um, this would be a cool show. And it wasn't at all. <laughs> but I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. At least there's a lot more to say about this. It's not like fish police. <laughs> I don't. Did you ever end up doing it? <laughs> no, no. It's oh, still yeah. to this day has not. What so, else? What else? No, hold on. What else? Okay, what else is okay. new? Um, oh, I got nothing. But what's new with you? Like, I feel like I only ever like text you. So, like, give me, give me the the new. Ah, uh, you know, uh, just you know, doing my show. Got the other show, getting prepped. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, so for those of you who didn't listen to the end of the last episode or skipped last week's uh, 
little mini announcement. I have a new show that is coming out at the end of this month. It's called Dot Con, and it's a scripted audio drama. And there's actually going to be a uh, trailer in the middle of this episode once we go to our break. We'll get there. We take a break now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, things have changed. <laughs> let me read my. Let me read my sponsors. <laughs> sponsored by myself. So, like Steve mentioned, the show that we watched this week was Total Recall 2070. So this show was a Showtime show, and it's not good. No, it wasn't very good, and I. I was really mad that it wasn't good, but it's not a surprise it wasn't good because it didn't last. And um, to, I kind of think I found out why. It's It was created by a guy named Art Monterestelli. And I was going to be like, oh, we should try to get this guy on the podcast. But he uh, he wrote the 2008 Rambo movie, so he's probably a little bit above our pay grade. Um, Just a little bit. Yeah, but he doesn't have his own Wikipedia page, so I had to really dig on Google to find out more about the guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, he directed, like, some, like, crappy, like, horror movie, I think, in, like, 07. So this guy's career definitely is better than mine, but, like, I don't know. Not very much. Yeah. Um, so this show ended up actually airing 22 episodes. It did finish out a full season, but it ended with uh, kind of cliffhangers, I guess. Oh From yeah, that I've was looking into it. Yeah, yeah, so it ended with a lot of like, um, there was like certain there was they said like all the big uh, plot points didn't even get finished at all. So yeah, so we're making an exception again. Oh, I, for a show I, that's... I I really wanted to do it. I mean, it makes Blade Runner just came out, so it's just like yeah. you know, it's the it's the Happy Blade Runner episode. It's like a it's like a movie tie-in, like when Jane. It's like yeah, when like like when like uh. People record video games that just came out. I don't know. I got nothing. And like how next week is going to be an episode on a Justice League TV show because the Justice League movie's coming out. The Justice League movie comes out next week? No, it comes out a week or two after that. That's nuts. Yeah. That's <laughs> nuts. I had no idea. Just dated the whole podcast. I'm sorry, Ed. Um... That's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, this show is basically just Blade Runner, but they kind of go to recall that's about yeah. the only connection to total recall it's definitely more blade runner than total recall it it's it's not like they took all like the wrong aspects of blade runner so the intro was like it, it gives you a bit of a taste of like the world and it does have a very like blade runner like aesthetic to it what like all all the uh all the 3d like they have all these like 3d like um city shots that are just horrific like they're yeah. just terrible and um it opens up and there's boobs probably within less than a minute maybe a minute 15 i don't know i was really impressed i was like i never thought a show could just get boobs to come out so quick like it was quicker than game of thrones so i was i didn't know that you know yeah like it was astounding how fast they came out <laughs> yeah i was like <laughs> i was like what this is gonna stink like because the acting was pretty much on par with the porn the whole time so i don't know yeah so the show actually starts off after the credits or the opening credits um there's a like a factory type area a set that they end up reusing later because they have no budget (laughs) but an alarm's going off and these like vents are hissing and some guy in this weird like spaceman suit comes over and he starts shutting off the valves and it says mars at the bottom and at the top it says oxygen and some lady comes down and goes wow, you just saved millions of lives. And he says, it's what I'm paid to do. 
exactly that stoically. And she's like, oh, well, you're very modest. I'm hardwired for modesty. So at this point, I thought he was supposed to be like an android or something. But we find out in a few minutes he's not because he gets killed. I wonder if we could find that guy. I wonder if we could find out he's just a porn star now because he had pretty much the build, the the acting abilities, you know what I mean, the chops. Like <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't really... He checked you know, all the boxes. Pretty much. Like, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, well, shall I thank you now or thank you later? And he goes, how about now? <laughs> and this is when the titties come flying out. It's flying out at the speed of light. Yes. And there's like a weird, like, overextended sex scene. It's like a solid 30 seconds. And then she wakes up. Turns out she's at recall and her and her husband we're just using the recall machines. Yeah. So if you don't know what Total Recall is, um, basically the movie is is in the future and they kind of implant memories into your brain to like be like, oh, you went on vacation in the Alps. We're going to implant that memory in your brain. So that way you just don't actually have to go. You just have the memory of it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So some guy shows up and he shoots them with a laser gun. And Detective David Hume and his partner, Nikki, are called into recall. And they go in, they see the dead bodies, and they're like, well, shit, that sucks. And it turns out this little scanner, when they enter, is like, oh, BT dubs, there's three beta class androids inside, should probably take caution. So they go in, try and find where these androids are. They show up, and they're trying to take some guy named Dr. Gish. He's an employee at Recall. And there's a huge shootout. And it's the most low-budget looking shootout I've ever seen in my life. I don't know. Those laser effects are pretty off the chains for 1998, you know? <laughs> it looked like somebody, like, photoshopped a laser and went pew! It was worse than that. It was kind of like like what they would, like, the After Effects like lightning effect now, except like, even worse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Nikki is killed in the shootout, and it turns out, after this whole thing's over, that the androids had a 12 uh, 12 millimeter gun, which hasn't been in use for over 20 years, because apparently they just use these laser guns now and don't use actual bullets. Yeah, and it's like a big plot point until it just isn't, so... Yeah. So, they're like, back at the precinct... And they're like, well, what the fuck's going on? We only get two homicides a year in this city, so something's up. And Dr. Gish shows up, and David's like, well, that guy, the androids are clearly after him because they were trying to take him out of recall. And then, I think he's the owner or CEO of recall. They don't really specify. No, he was, uh, so he was like second in command. Okay. And his name... Was his name the collector or was his job title no, the collector? No, I don't even think he was the collector. I think he was like, I think the collection, <sighs> fuck. It was so much, <laughs> it was, like it was so, so convoluted. No, I don't think the collector, I think the collector was like, I don't know. Let me, all right, uh, I can get better, I can do a better job. Hold on, check it out. So this okay. is really the whole show is, so David's the cop. He's the cop that, he's like the, the hotshot cop that like goes off on, um, get, that doesn't, what is it? The, um. 
He's the, uh, what do they say that 1980s movies? He's the, uh, what's it called? Cop. The loose cannon. Yeah, he's loose cannon, but he's not even really a loose cannon. So it's like almost like those parody movies where they're like, you're a loose cannon. And so every turn, it's just David going, I'm a cop. And they go, you don't have jurisdiction here. And he goes, but I'm a cop. And like, this is a legit line from the show. They go, you're off the case. Why am I off the case? And then they go, you're back on the case. You know, it's just like, yeah. it's so bad. He goes, put me back on the case. He goes, I'll think about it. Because I don't, I don't like your attitude. Yeah, those are actually legitimate lines <laughs> it's from so the show. It's, it's so like bad. the most cliched dialogue. The best character was the, so his so he gets a new um, partner because that's what cops get when their uh, cop friends die. And he's a he's an android, which I thought was a pl- I thought that was said because I was on my phone a little bit because this is an hour and fifteen minutes because it's a two parter and I don't, so I thought it was so I thought it was like a fact that like his partner was an android that doesn't get revealed until like the last like act but he acts like a robot the whole time like he has so many robot tendencies like the way he like like moves his body and it's just like if you're a good detective. I mean, I would have noticed something was off with that guy without being in 2070, without knowing robots. I probably would have asked him if he was a robot today. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. Because, no, like, because I thought the same exact thing. Because I did a little bit of research on the show before I started watching it. And it mentioned that Ian, his partner, is an android. So I thought that <laughs> was kind of like... A naive android. <laughs> yeah, a naive android. And I thought that was just kind of like common knowledge to him, but apparently it wasn't. Yeah, I know. I don't. We'll deal with this later. Yeah. <laughs> we can deal with it tomorrow at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> this show so, is awful. So, hold on. I, I think I can do a quicker, a quicker summary because it's an hour and 15. We, we can't bore people with this. All right. Check it out. So, <laughs> so, so you got a bad oh, wait, guy. You got to mention one of the most cliched parts first. When we meet Ian, he's sitting in david's old partner's seat and david walks up he's like what are you doing here he just died yesterday man he just died yesterday what are you doing in his seat and he goes and he's like he's like oh i'm so sorry and i'm like what a robot (laughs) he's basically i don't know he's basically just like you know like a like a bad like a like a baby robot man like a baby robot man (laughs) have you ever seen the film robots where they make a baby literally he's that (laughs) classic classic film um uh, top 10 so <laughs> so then they're like so i don't know it's some so this kid gets kidnapped and he's got superpowers and he can read minds but he can only read minds when he's playing like mortal Kombat with like a hologram video and his parents are freaking the fuck out because they got their brains incepted by recall with like dumb dumb memories and they're fucking they got shitty memories they also like scrub their records to like remove the kid. Yeah, I I don't know. I I didn't get any of that. But let me tell you, this kid sucks at Mortal Kombat, and um, <laughs> that's what you're taking away from this. Yeah, I don't know. I, I as someone that I, I read like I read uh the the book Blade Runner is based on. I've seen the movie a hundred times. This like this show sucked. This show did nothing good. Like for this, like for any of this, and like it tried so hard, but it was just like I don't even know if it was the writer's fault or the actor's fault. Um, so David Hume had a girlfriend. She's a white blonde, pretty much archetypal like white blonde, you know, like woman character. Yeah, her name is Olivia. Like literally, like does nothing 
I don't know. She's it was gonna we were gonna end up finding out later in the season that she had incepted memories, but that didn't matter because it was fucking a miracle to get through one episode. And then <laughs> well, so I'm trying to think. And then there's oh, the head also, of the. There's a, there's a plot point in this episode where Ian or no, where David is going to go speak with some androids, and his wife calls him. Olivia calls him. Is just like, hey. Don't do what my dad did 15 years ago. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, man, it was so brutal. <laughs> Don't make the same mistake my father made. They're people, too. He goes, they're not people. They're androids. As androids are shooting at him. And um, so then he meets an android in, like, the middle of the episode. And the android's like, I like, I like memories. Uh, they're really good. Um... <laughs> he's like he's like i don't want to die he goes i'd rather die than uh lose my memories so he kills himself and um and this scene reminded me of in blade runner like the very end spoiler yeah Yeah. i know it's very much staged like that oh yeah it it was a hundred percent and this and this is the android that actually shot his partner and killed him it's the android from the beginning and so he's basically like oh you want to kill me blah 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 and David puts down the gun. He's like, no, I want to help you. We need to get your memory, like, fixed so we can find out who did this and who made it's you and all that win. stuff. Exactly. And he starts, like, bugging out. He's like, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. And then he just jumps off the roof. Because they wouldn't shoot him. Yeah. And then what else? And then, I don't know, like, they had a recall. You think he's a good guy because they have to go to Mars because the, the, the androids took the kid to Mars. And then he's like, he's like, just kidding, I'm a bad guy. And right when they saved the kid and they were going to have, like, they were going to get to take the androids with them, like, in custody, guy just starts blopping them off, like, blah, blah, blah. And um, and then he almost shoots the kid, but then he doesn't because someone stops him. And then they have the kid read his mind and they're like, was he going to kill you? And the kid's like, I don't, I don't think so. He goes, but I'm not playing Mortal Kombat, so I don't really know. And um, what else? Are we missing? Oh, yeah. my favorite part of the whole episode, though, was so they're going. Uh, David Hume's going to Mars and his wife says, how long are you going to be asleep on the ride to Mars? And he says, 17 hours. And then she says, let me give you something to remember. And then they have the third sex scene. Yeah. So this show had two sex scenes within the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And that's how you know that they were just like, you know what, we're we're on cable. We can do this. No, we're not on cable. <laughs> oh, we're not on cable. We can do this. We're in, we're in, we're not on fucking fucking cable. Fuck that shit. The reason they had to go to Mars in the first place is because Dr. Gish, the guy that um the androids were trying to kidnap in the beginning, the owner of Recall sent him to Mars for quote-unquote safekeeping. No, Dr. But it was really Gish. Just to <laughs> Dr. Gish was he he developed the memory banks for for like the uh, the recalls, he yeah. wasn't the owner. No, uh, the reason that uh, yeah, the reason that the androids wanted him is because he was working on like this new memory thing, so that like androids could have more human like memories and consciousness, and it was based off the human mind. Something we, along those lines. We were gonna find out. I was looking into it. We were gonna find out later in the series that it was based on the human mind plus something they found on Mars. And I don't know what that means really, but it kind of sounds like it's an alien kind of thing. And I like aliens. That's so, true. Who knows, man? Show could have been a fucking. Do you think maybe they just found the rover that sings "Happy Birthday" to itself every every year? Oh, well, if they did, they better pay the fucking rights to that song. Oh, that's true. 
<laughs> Shit's expensive. I, mean, I think it's free now, but wasn't always. So here's the thing. Ian, for being an android, he's kind of a pussy, considering he's, like, he's oh, a he robot. He was the best character, though. He was, like, the only redeemable character. So, like, when they're first at Recall, like, investigating... Uh, the boss is just like, oh, we don't use implants or discs because they found a disc at one of the crime scenes. And he's like, here, let me show you. We're going to have Ian go skiing. And Ian's like, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> and then later, and then later, when they're doing an autopsy on an android that died, uh, like they're about to like start cutting him open. And Ian's just like, oh, he's too human. Like, I got a weak stomach. Bye. Oh, he said, he goes, it's real for me. And he walks out the door. Yeah. And then he goes, it's just another dead android. I don't know, that might not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that's pretty much the plot. I'm trying There's to There's a just... mom yelling about losing her kid, and she tried yeah. to steal another kid, but that was so minute. It was so unimportant, really. Yeah. They also tried to, like, br- like mention the fact that there was fallout on Earth, and that, like, that's where that kid got his telepathic powers. Which, I feel like they weren't ever going to mention stuff like that again in the show. For some reason. Oh, no, they probably were. I imagine he wasn't the only gifted person in there. Yeah. If it's anything like the book, um, it's not based on... Um, it, <laughs> it probably would have been a fallout of some sort. But, like, only kind of. Oh, there, there's a few other things I want to mention before we get onto the pitches. So, um, the reason that these androids stole the kid was because he was a telepath. And they wanted to see what like certain people were thinking so some guy they hired he's just like okay well what's he thinking well he's afraid you're gonna kill him and then they kill him yeah and david and ian go to investigate the house that he's supposed to be at and they hear like something like banging they open the door his foot's just kicking a a trash can because they basically plugged an electrical outlet into his spine so his dead corpse would start kicking yeah they're geniuses like i don't understand what the purpose of them leaving him kicking was though (laughs) I don't know. I, I I don't know. I think this show, in the quickest summary of it, I think it was supposed to be Law and Order in Blade Runner Land. Uh, I think this is just like a setup. I think there was going to be like a major arc, but I think it was going to mostly be per episode. Or maybe it was going to try to be The Wire, but with Blade Runner. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, essentially, it was supposed to be like, I feel like it was supposed to be like Law and Order, but every episode was essentially an android doing something. Law and Order 2070. Oh, don't say that. Dick Wolf will make it. Chicago Chicago Fire 2070. <laughs> Chicago Fire PD Law and Order. <laughs> Dick Wolf. <laughs> See, that's where it went wrong. They didn't hire Dick Wolf. That's Richard true. Wolf. Sorry. Richard Wolf. You don't know him. You can't call him that. I know. You're right. You're right. Mr. Wolf. All right. The, other, the one other thing I want to mention is when they're... Uh, when they're in the apartment where the dead guy was kicking, they hear a noise, and Ian's just like, "Okay, did you? We got to call for backup, or we could just like get up against this door and get our guns out." Do you like movies? Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid were trapped like. <laughs> At least in the beginning, they were like, "Did you call for backup? I'm on it now." Whereas normally in a movie, they're like, "I don't call for backup. I'm yeah. not a bitch." Exactly. And that's when, like, a SWAT team comes in, and then the dude that owns Recall was there. And then there was a lot of clashing because he's a corporate head of security, 
and he's in their jurisdiction and all that fun stuff. Bureaucratic bullshit. You're a loose cannon, damn it. I mean, that was the only <laughs> thing that was missing, which is them saying it. Basically. <laughs> that just sucks so bad. Or like if... Oh, <laughs> and you know what man. it also missed? When David's partner dies in the beginning, he should have been like, damn, I was 20, 70 days away from retirement. Thank, thank God they didn't go... Tell my son I love him. You know what I mean? <laughs> love my kid like I loved him for me. <laughs> Something like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Something just yeah. awful. So, yeah, like Steve said, after they get they go to Mars to get Gish, the dude that owns recalls just starts shooting everybody except for the kid. And we find out about the human DNA for the androids. And then they go home. And recall tries to take the kid because he's seen their intellectual property (laughs) that kid's ours now it's our son (laughs) they're like no that's not happening bye and then olivia shows up they were like (laughs) olivia shows up and she well first ian finally gets that handshake that he's always wanted from david because throughout the episode he kept like going for handshakes oh did he (laughs) i didn't even notice yeah and david's like nah so he shakes his hand, and then Olivia shows up, and there's like, let's go home. And that's how that episode ended. When the robot partner can regenerate his skin like Wolverine, and they just and he peels his skin off because it was burnt, and it just it's just the worst effect of all time. Oh, damn, they missed an opportunity. Ian could have been like, help me break this bad boy in when he went in for the handshake. The CGI, and granted, this is 1998, so it's like, don't like, you know, that doesn't mean anything in like what I would say, but the CGI was like half as good as the first season of Doctor Who on the revival, which was garbage. So, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. It was very... Uh, what kept throwing me off is that the guy that played David kind of looked like Christian Bale when he was an American Psycho. Dude, he, he talked like him, too. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. He's, he's like... It's like he was trying to channel Christian Bale Batman before he existed, which makes me think Christian Bale was probably a big 2070 fan. He's like, oh, he's of like, course. I based my Batman off that guy. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing replicants. I'm not wearing skin that comes off when it regenerates because skin. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic. Where's Tavo? <laughs> So yeah, we're just going to, real quick, before we get into the pitches, kind of go through the basic idea of what the show is going to go with throughout, like, the whole first season. So, like, there are going to be a couple, like, serial, like, serialized episodes where it's like, oh, or not serialized, episodic things where it's just like, oh, there's a, an android killed someone. Oh, no. And another plot point that, well, one of the plot points that they were supposed to get to was finding out who created Ian because recall didn't do it oh the and government made him man probably or maybe maybe the wife's father did you know oh that oh shit you right that could have done it i promise my pitches my pitches are gonna be entertaining so if you're if you're struggling <laughs> at 28 minutes in guys i promise just hold on i got a couple good ones well i got a good one <laughs> yeah i have something <laughs> In the season finale, which ended up being the series finale, they meet Ian's maker, apparently, and they find out that somebody was trying to make, like, a half-human, half-android, like, hybrid, but, yeah, that was kind of the whole gist of it, and stuff happens on Mars, too. (laughs) 
<laughs> and like mainly stuff happens on Mars. Oh shit! Do you think? Do you think like that movie Mars Needs Moms? They showed up because <laughs> Mars needed moms because the replicants showed up. I don't think that movie made enough money to find out anything. Yeah, still waiting for moms. Need mom needs mar- moms. Mars needs moms too. Yeah, <laughs> the momming. The momming. <laughs> do moms dream of electric sheep? Do moms dream? <laughs> we remember it for you, mom sale. <laughs> Classic Philip K. Mom. Yeah. Philip K. Mom. I was about to say that too. <laughs> All right. Bitch, do it, you fuck. Damn um, it. So yeah, I think uh, I think we've milked this cow as much yeah, as we could. Thirty minutes. Yeah. Thirty minutes. You stuck around this long, man. Yeah. Here's the secrets. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. Our top story today. The dot-com bubble has burst. Failing dot-coms include Pets.com, ha. Webvan, Sucks to suck, and NetZaga. <laughs> Wait, what? Aw, oh, fuck. You know, I'm gonna start calling Jason's office the guillotine. Why is that? Um, because heads are rolling around here. Everyone who's gone into his office has left the cardboard box full of their stuff. Ugh, it's awful. You're fired. Well, I guess I'll just turn over my badge and gun to you. You're a computer programmer. We didn't issue you either of those things, and now I'm mildly concerned. I know how to get our severance. What the fuck? That's breaking and entering. Well... Technically, it's just entering. I have the key. Oh, great. Only half a felony. Dot Con, premiering October 31st, 2017. All right, Steven. So, <laughs> had this show, by the grace of God, continued. Did we just come back from the break? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess we just came back from the break, everybody. Oh my god, you're the second person to do that. It's the <laughs> magic of audio editing, he Steven. Just, he just said it's break time, and then just immediately goes, okay, Steven. Like, I didn't even, I was going to chew crackers or something. I got nothing. <laughs> do you want to chew crackers? You can no, chew crackers. I'll I edit it I just out. like the concept. No, I don't edit any of this. <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, question. What's, what is it? Yeah, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? Okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like, Han Solo comes down, and he's sick of this shit. I don't know. That's not even the same universe. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're right. He's been fucking... I don't know, man. This show sucked. This show should have been canceled, like, midway through. It was it only yeah. made it this far because it was a Showtime show. So they, like, record them all before they finish. Yeah. Pretty much. Fuck. Ugh, what do you think? Do you have any, you were saying you had a Seinfeld episode? Oh yeah, no, for a pitch. See, I didn't know this was yeah. a pitch section. Okay, okay, yeah. welcome to the pitch section. Ba 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 pitch 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 pitch. pitch. Well, that's what I'm Here saying. Here comes. Here comes. Check it out. So, so the robot in the first episode, the android boy. Um, what's his name? Oh, Tavo. He was a T- telepathic boy. All right. Yeah. And no, android guy, man. Oh, you mean Ian? Yeah, sure, Ian. So, um, Ian does some recall of. The, the, the sledding, the, sledding. <laughs> the, skiing. <laughs> the skiing, yeah. So, all right, imagine instead of incepting them with skiing, 
you just gave him all of George Costanza. So, <laughs> so we the whole second season really could open itself up to just be Seinfeld 2.0, 2070, Law and Order, SVU, Dick Wolf. Um, Richard, um, so... <laughs> So he, you could just have like it would be David be like I'm, I'm sick of this robot shit, and then he goes, he goes, I'm George Costanza, <laughs> I'm angry about something small, or maybe, or maybe, maybe just stick him Jerry inside him instead. So you go, you go, I, I'm, I'm robots, and he goes, he goes, yeah, what's the deal with robots? You know, <laughs> he grows like a weird mullet. <laughs> Like the robots just always like getting into trouble over like the minutia of life, whereas <laughs> whereas the David's just like trying to like just you know like you know go forward with the job. He's like Ian, we gotta we gotta find out who killed this guy, and he's like he's like and Ian's just like dude, come on, they didn't. I got half a soda here, and and that's thirty <laughs> minutes of the episode is just like or maybe he didn't get the cookie he wanted. I don't know. Maybe someone put a hair in his bob. You know what I mean? What if, they, what if they couldn't leave for an investigation because Ian's like, I just opened this can of soda. I can't put it in the fridge. It'll go flat. I got to drink it, man. <laughs> it would go something along the lines of this. Yeah. There's a very minute amount of time where the soda is going to get flat and it's perfect. <laughs> he goes, if you, if you make me wait, I will never forgive you for that. <laughs> and he just goes and he shakes his fist. He goes, he goes, Ian. <laughs> I don't know. You can really incept anything you want into him with the, with this idea. So if, you know, you know, I'm you... liking this like little universe you created. This little Seinfeld esque <laughs> Seinfeld 2074. Dick Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, damn it, Richard, <laughs> Richard Wolf. Richard, Richard Wolf. Maybe like he, Ian could like invite him to like stand up night one night, <laughs> and he's just like. What's the deal with androids and their virus protection? No, that's a, David would be like, yeah, that's Ian. David would come and be like, people are dying. <laughs> <laughs> Who's hockey pads are these? <laughs> hockey pads? And Dick Wolf just starts clapping. He goes, this is my idea. I got this idea. Law yeah. and order. He goes, thank you. <laughs> he just starts clapping. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. he just Dick goes, Wolf shows up in the episode, looks to the camera and says, you're welcome. And walks away. Rachel. <laughs> He starts quoting fucking Harvey Dent. He, start, he starts quoting Batman before Batman. I feel like this show could have definitely used the movie Total Recall and like brought the Schwarzenegger in, the Arnold, the Governor. Like maybe he plays his character. So it's if funny you, you say that because right around the same time he would have fathered an illegitimate child. That's true. <laughs> That's roughly exactly the same time. Fun facts <laughs> coming at you. Imagine if the ter- it was all right. Imagine if it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, um, versus uh, the Ian. knee pad Batman, non knee pad. <laughs> <laughs> These are knee pads. He's just like I'm the Terminator, and then and then you get George Costanza. <laughs> what if like once like you know how like every Terminator movie like his skin gets burned off yeah. and he's like the robot. He could be like, oh my god, he has skin pads. He's got knee pads installed in his body. Skynet has knee pads. Wait a minute. I just realized Christian Bill was in a Terminator movie. Oh yeah, oh man. Oh man. (laughs) You can't come in here and fuck up my lights. 
Wait, what did he, yeah, what did he say? He goes, oh, real professional. <laughs> Richard Wolf just comes in here and fucks up my lights. <laughs> and then he starts going into the character from American Psycho. He goes, I'm in murders and executions. Here's my business card. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, His business like- card is bone. <laughs> These still aren't knee pads. <laughs> this joke sucks. How many works in threes? I wear I wear business cards on my knees. <laughs> my name's Dick. <laughs> Turns out I've been. <laughs> Turns out we all have a little dick inside of us. We these guys think they're so funny on this podcast. <laughs> Who the fuck are they? This Steven has completely ruined the vibe of this show. I have been a fucking long-time listener. I don't know who the fuck he thinks he is. Coming in and just fucking everything up. So, so if you haven't seen Total Recall, um, essentially, this guy, Doug Quaid, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, he goes to Recall because he's like, you know what? My friend went to recall and had a fun time with his vacation. Maybe I'll do it. So they're like, we can give you this whole secret agent package where we make you think you're a secret agent. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, But the machine goes all fucky midway through. And the whole movie, they're trying to be like, no, you're really a secret agent. And other people from recall are just like, no, the machine malfunctioned. You're still asleep at recall. Come with us and we'll wake you up. So there's supposed to be this whole like, Oh, maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Dude, and then I gotta, he basically, I gotta, I gotta see this movie because that sounds yeah. like a pretty cool movie. So I'm thinking, Total Recall takes place in 2084. Total <gasps> Recall 2070 takes place in 2070. Maybe that the half man, half android that this guy at the season finale was trying to create it was Dennis Quaid. Was was Doug Quaid? <laughs> Dennis Quaid. Yes. <laughs> he created Dennis Quaid. Oh, shit. These aren't Dennis Quaid. After his failed uh, experiment of Randy Quaid. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Beats Randy Newman. Nothing beats Randy Newman. Word association. Except for my trap card. Relax, that Yu-Gi-Oh reference. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't even watch Yu-Gi-Oh anymore? No. So, like, maybe... (laughs) No. Maybe, like, Doug Quaid's been an android this whole time. (laughs) Doug Quaid. He has memories of being a secret agent... Dennis because, Quaid 2070. Yeah, because he's he's been working with uh, David and Ian, the other android. And like at the end, they reset his memory. And then they fast forward. Total Recall happens. And like when he gets in the recall machine, it fucks up with his head. And he's like, oh, maybe I am a secret agent. And like it brings back all these old memories. And then we get a Blade Runner style ending where he's just like, well, shit, I might be an android. Well, I probably am an android. I'm going to run off. And do my own thing. Like tears in the wane. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we need to start. We need to start our new program. Introducing Colin Farrell. <laughs> Dead Toad Recall. It's the same movie, but different. Yeah. So Colin Farrell is their next model. And then, like, maybe this is like a whole season arc. And, like, at the very end, David goes to find. He's tasked with tracking down Doug Quaid because he needs to. To blade run him <laughs> and now ian and now ian's elaine and so she pushes um david and goes get out <laughs> we've got yeah. a full circle with the seinfeld at hey. this point <laughs> <laughs> so david like goes tracks him down and they're like well david and they rip off david's arm and he's like 
got that Terminator thing going on where he's got like the weird like yeah and they're like David you're the original Doug Quaid and this whole thing's been recalled into his head <laughs> then he just wakes up one day okay wait hold on <laughs> hold on and, and then so that's the series finale and then yeah. and then there's two extra minutes left and you and you come back from commercial break and you're like how, all right well we ended it so and then it's just Dick Wolf holding a fucking <laughs> What's that? That ball thing with the snow and a snow globe. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just he's just in a hospital and he goes he just starts screaming Law and Order twenty seventy. And then he starts <laughs> then going Ba bum ba bum And it's all in black and white. Yeah, and it's you don't know if it was you don't know if that's in the past or if it's you know, is it the or you know you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I'm wondering what other T V shows we can incorporate into this show. Oh, I mean, really, anything, really. I just like Seinfeld. <laughs> Maybe there's like a How I Met Your Android or something like that. It's just Barney Stinson. <laughs> David, come on. I don't want to go. I want to go hit on chicks. Androids are killing people. But that girl's a total 10 out of 10. Wait for it. Richard Wolf. <laughs> Sorry, I'm stuck on this Richard Wolf thing. I can't. You're stuck on dick. I can't. Yeah, I'm stuck on dick. I can't help it. <laughs> I can, right. I'm lost in the sauce. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Do you have uh, any final thoughts? Um, uh, no, I hated the show. I the, it was a, I was so excited <laughs> to bring this up to. I was like, oh, I have an idea for an episode for it. <laughs> I'm watching it, and it's a chore. And I go, oh, this sucks. And I'm watching it more, and I, I think I was kind of interested by the end, but I don't know. Total snooze fest, two thumbs downs, and half a star. Total snooze fest, 2070. <laughs> Richard Wolf. <laughs> Richard Wolf. Executive producer. Bum bum. <laughs> I think you should just open this episode with the Law and Order theme song. But like, <laughs> like, a, like, no, but like, like a robot, like, like, a, like a synthesized version. <laughs> I can, I can, I'm sure I can make that for you. <laughs> I'm going to insert the bum bum into the theme song you made. Dude, you totally should. Bum bum. You should. You got you to gotta do the uh, the middle part with the bum bum. <laughs> Wait, I have to. I have to. Um... You do. You have something to plug. Yeah, I have to plug myself. I have to. I have something to plug. I Wait. Oh, on. you're like an Android. You got to plug yourself. So my name is Steven Essery. I, I go under the other name. I go under another name uh, as a musician. His Ezri, name is Richard Wolf. E Z Z E R Y. Um, so this is airing tomorrow. So my album will be out realistically by when most most people hear this. Um, but if you're somehow listening to it on the day it comes out, um, you get a little while. I don't know. Check out my Facebook page. My my Bandcamp is just E Z Z R Y dot Bandcamp. Um, I'm on Spotify. I'm on iTunes. I think I'm on Tidal, but I don't know. Don't listen to me on Tidal unless you really want that. <laughs> good fidelity my dude you know and um <laughs> yeah uh, uh i have a show coming up <laughs> i don't see that i don't see a point in plugging that though um yeah no i don't know don't do drugs <laughs> you know <laughs> drink your milk and stay in school all right so uh now it's time for my plugs uh like i said earlier uh we have dot con it's coming up october 31st is premiering is the pilot and you heard the trailer midway through this episode. Unless you're using Overcast and you use that uh, skip function, 
Um, I don't think anyone that listens to this skips because the first half an hour is garbage. <laughs> they skipped the first half. They skipped all 40 whatever minutes of they this episode. all the way to the Seinfeld, Seinfeld yeah. reunion. Hey, when do these guys start talking about Seinfeld? Ah, uh, Deborah. That started out as me being like a nerdy guy, and then yeah, I, I realized it sounded like. Yeah, it sounded like Ray Romano, so I kind of leaned into that. Uh, into it, man. <laughs> Everybody loves 2070. Ah, uh, I'm an android. And that was my pitch for Everybody Loves Raymond 2070. Oh, follow me on Instagram, Esther Yeezy. <laughs> <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> All right. So yeah, dot con. Uh, for some reason, since iTunes uh, shit the bed with their new app, uh, it's not coming up when you search it because there's like seven other shows and it only shows like eight shows for each thing you search. So if you want to find it, just search unaired and it's going to be right under unaired because it's uploaded on the same account. So it'll be there. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow our Facebook uh all of it's pretty much just unaired podcast at unaired podcast other than that i think that's it thank you steve for coming on and oh, thank you help helping me blaze through this um helping me blade. helping you blade through this yeah helping me blade through this Run. horrible show it's fucking awful <laughs> yeah yeah um i'm ed i'm steven and just remember some things are better left unaired bye Writers tend to be lonely and trapped in their own heads. Daniel Ford and I founded the Writer's Bone podcast so writers could have a place to share those crazy thoughts within them without being thrown into an insane asylum. We didn't want to be stiff, crusty academics or condescending masters clutching their literary secrets like purloined treasure, which is why you'll notice our early episodes are about bacon jam and the worst jobs we've ever had. Sean Tui then had the great idea to interview our favorite authors and screenwriters, and the rest is podcast history. Our mission is to champion authors and screenwriters of all stripes. We offer inspiration or a swift kick to the pen when needed. From authors like Michael Connolly, Nicole Blades, to screenwriters like Doug Richardson and Lexi Alexander, our interviews give our listeners a bolder understanding of the industry that they're crazy enough to jump into. Um, Sean, you can't mention Doug without hashtag nicest guy in Hollywood. I talked to Gary. It's in the contract he sent over. I'm sorry. We're bound to it. That contract is killing us. Do you know I have to give up my firstborn? I mean, I'm not going to have one. And what I actually gave them was a baby goat wrapped in a blanket like a baby. But that's not the point. Let me go back. Like screenwriters, like hashtag nicest guy in Hollywood, Doug Richardson. You can subscribe to Writer's Bone on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Head over to writersbone.com to check out our original fiction, essays, boneyard discussions, and more. You can also stalk us on Twitter and Instagram, at writersbone, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash writersbone. We look forward to your ears, and in the meantime, Sean, what can people do? Keep writing, everyone.